Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I still feel like there's a, like a, like a faint like thriller vibe to that song. Yes, that and Edge of Seventeen mm-hmm. by Stevie Nicks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a good song. Okay, mm-hmm. good afternoon. Welcome to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show, the last episode of our show, the last hour of the last show of the last year well, that we've been having next year. Yeah, yeah so until don't, like, Let's not oversell no. it. We're coming back. Yep. Can't get rid of us that easy. <laughs> nice try. What are you doing for New Year? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I I look. I just want to know what you're doing this year because it's weird again. Still, it's yeah. different. Maybe your plans have changed. Mine have several times. I want to know what you're up to. Actually, my plans are always the same. Please do not believe me when I lie to you like that. <laughs> my plans always include uh, a couch on New Year's Eve. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are you doing? And uh, Holly, we're talking about this. I don't know if you know this because New Year's. but it's New Year's Eve tomorrow. Tomorrow! What? My God, you guys! Can you believe twenty twenty one? Done. Just yeah. bye. 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 See you later. So uh, let us know what you're doing, Holly. I'm going to start with you because I think uh, actually I know what you're doing. Uh, anyway, tell us what you're doing. Uh, yeah. Well, like you, Bradley. I have a wild, extensive calendar of plans that have been changed. Lies! Lies! I'm sitting in, and I'm eating pizza with my nephews. And then we're going to pretend that it's midnight at 8 o'clock. Oh, that'll be fun. And then they go to bed, and then Auntie goes to bed probably at 9. Bye! Bye! That's the joy. That is the liberated joy of being past the time in life where New Year's Eve is loaded with expectations yes. of it supposed to being spectacular, mm-hmm. and you just take it as it is. It's a nice night to put on your jams, and you avoid the drama, and then you go to sleep. And I, you it, wake up the next day, and you're like, oh, well, here we are in 2022. That it, was fun. It must just be like in the genes, because I used to be the person who never wanted the party to end. I was always the friend who was like, why do you guys want to go to sleep? Why do you guys want to leave? Why do you guys want to go home? There's still all this time. And now I'm the one that's like in in my life. I can tell you that frequently the people around me are like, oh, we didn't include you in this plan because we assumed you wanted to sit at home. Ah! And I'm like, thank you. Yay! Or, or I will I will admit to occasionally saying things like, how come you didn't ask me if I wanted to go? And they're like, oh, God. Because you didn't want to go. And I know, I'm like, I know, but you could at least ask me. Yep. 
But um, <laughs> yep, so I don't same. know. I don't know what it says about life that that change has occurred, but it does. Brian, are what kind of person are you when it comes to celebrating New Year's Eve? Well, I'm down to have a good time, but yeah. you know, up until like midnight. You yeah. know, nothing too crazy. So you're not doing 3 a.m., 6 a.m. all-nighters anymore? Mm, not oh, not recently, so no. So <laughs> I not. still feel like Brian's yeah. like, he's having more of a, you know, experience than we are, Holly. Probably. Yeah, well, New Year's Eve is one of those holidays that it's way, the expectation of fun mm-hmm. oftentimes is never met with these holidays. And by these holidays, I mean New Year's Eve. I also lump in Halloween as being one of those holidays. That's and- another one. I used to be like the Halloween queen, quite literally. Like, I would spend months working on or coming up with what my outfit was going to be for Halloween. Right. And like, where was the best party to display this experience? And then like, uh, uh, there's a ghost in here, by the way. Brian keeps losing his light. Is that you, Brian? Yeah, that's me. Anyway, um, but yeah, like now, not so much. Yeah. So much. It's the expectation. Halloween, I turn the lights off so that I don't have to give candy out you go in the back room and (laughs) pretend like nobody's home yeah and no one is none the wiser so what are you doing brian for uh new year's eve if i may ask yeah i'm just uh grabbing some drinks with some friends in downtown stillwater so all right oh that's right you said that stillwater and i thought that that sounds fun yeah Yeah. i don't want to do it but it sounds fun (laughs) for you i'm glad for you we're happy for you You brian thank you guys join the conversation if you want to 651-641-1071 as to what you're doing for the holiday i will tell you our good friend panda and listener Says a gal friend and her are getting dinner and then going to see, oh, our very own Miss Shannon on New Year's Eve. Fun. Oh, nice. So that sounds fun. I don't know. I apologize. I don't know where Miss Shannon is going to be. If she's listening, let us know. Um, Well, Panda, you can tell us where it is because we can give her a free plug for working on New Year's Eve. And, um, you know, I honestly, I don't think I'm doing anything different because of the way the world is right now. That is the pandemic. Uh, because we wouldn't normally be doing much of anything. We're literally going to have frozen pizza and watch movies. We're now in the season where my partner Jamie wants to watch all of the nominated films. You know, films that have been nominated for Golden Globes, et cetera, et cetera. That's all we really have, I think, right now is Golden Globes, right? Right. Yeah, because the Oscars haven't been nominated. Um, so we'll be watching films and eating frozen pizza. That's great. And I think I'm going to go get some like cheese and crackers. Ooh, I've really been ooh, craving nice. cheese and crackers. Oh, look at how fancy that is. You know, the, <laughs> well, the nice thing about New Year's Eve, really, truly, is that you can make it into anything that you want it to be. If you want to go and party, great. Go out and party. Don't go to bed. Yeah. Do what you want. Oh, or, I'll be going to bed early. <laughs> or you can do go to bed early yeah. and completely ignore it. It's nice. So you can do what you want. There's no pressure to do anything. Now, Bradley, are there any mo- what, what movies are you guys going to be watching? We are going to watch again. They're going to be nominated films and we're going to watch Being the Ricardos finally. Uh, Being the Ricardos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the what's the new Wes Anderson film? The French, French Dispatch. Dispatch. Yep. We're going to watch that, I think. Other films on the list, Belfast, Yes, I don't know anything about. I watched that movie. And? And it's good. And it's the kind of movie that's probably going to get nominated for a lot of awards. It's about late 60s Northern Ireland. Oh, okay, good. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, a number of the films we're going to watch. He even had The Matrix on his list, and I was like, all right, I think we might pass on that one. 
I don't think that movie's going to get nominated for many awards. I don't think so either. Pro tip for Jamie. I do want to just let you know that Panda chimed in to tell us that Miss Shannon will be at the New Hope Cinema Grill. And again, this is New Year's Eve. Shows at 7 and 9.30. So go see our very own hilarious Miss Shannon for yes. your New Year's. If you want to go out and about. Um, Holly, do you have a specific... Were you going to like watch anything specifically or are you just kind of kind of? I have not even planned okay, that far good. ahead in advance. I have let go of any expectation of any kind of plans whatsoever. And boy, does it feel good. It does feel good. Oh. My um, I don't do late night plans. I was thinking, you know, maybe you could do like holiday celebrations first thing in the morning. Because I get up super early, and that's why I love to go to bed early, typically. And so maybe we just need to have like New Year's celebration on New Year's Day. You know, yeah. after I'm up early with some coffee and a walk around the neighborhood. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a party animal, Bradley. Oh, God. You Woo! guys, I'm sorry. I'm Hanging just, from I the used rafters. to be way more fun. I promise. I'll tell you stories. But uh, actually, I will say, as a person who used to go out all the time and stay out late, I hated New Year's. And I don't know if you feel this way, Brian, as somebody who's probably more likely to have done late nights uh, partying and stuff on holidays. New Year's Eve always seemed like kind of like amateur night. Yeah, I and can so totally you, agree. You kind of wanted to avoid crowds on New Year's Eve because people who don't normally go out go out. Also, it's really expensive. The pro tip, don't go out New Year's Eve. Go out New Year's Day. Oh, go okay. out that oh. night. Go out to dinner. Do something. Well, this year it's, it's, it's super cool. easy, right? Yeah. Because New Year's Day is, is a weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the people who are working may, might be happy to see you. Yeah. Are places open New Year's Day. Well, I check forget. your check your local listings. Your local <laughs> listings. I always forget when things are closed and when things are opened. I'm assuming things are going to close early tomorrow, yes. but they'll probably be open during the day. Yeah, you know, it's not like Christmas or Thanksgiving. Those seem to be the two holidays in the United States where I wish you the best of luck if you're trying to do anything. Yeah, because most things are closed. But New Year's, yeah, again, you know. Maybe look at Google before you go out. Yeah. Otherwise I feel like okay. New Year's Day, most like grocery stores and stuff are going to be open. But it, maybe your favorite restaurant might be closed. Yeah. yeah, it will be pretty busy in downtown Minneapolis on New Year's Day because of the Winter Classic. Oh, okay, tell us what the Winter Classic is again. So it's an NHL outdoor game they do every single year on New Year's Day. And uh, this year, it's finally in Minnesota. So it's at Target Field against uh, the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild. So does that mean they turn Target Field into a big ice rink? Yeah, they have a, you know... Regular size hockey rink right in the middle of the field and fans go and watch it. When is the thing that they do? Isn't there like an ice hockey, like oh, pond hockey, pond hockey tournament Mm -hmm. in the Twin Cities? Yeah. So this year it's going to be on Lake Minnetonka in February, I believe. And uh, yeah, I actually looked up the registration for it yesterday. So, oh, and you're saying the NHL game is happening on Saturday. Yes, this Saturday. I want to tell everyone, if you're going to that, you're going to want to put on some long johns because the high on Saturday is negative two. Ooh, Ooh. and that's not even probably the wind chill. Happy New Year! Yeah, well, we're in it to win it in terms of winter weather. That's for sure. All right, when we come back, we have to get the Cobra Gang together, you guys. Why? Well, because Kim Kardashian has a cryptic Instagram post. Great. We'll dig through that pile when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hi, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Hey, can we get the Cobra Gang together, you guys? Yeah, sure. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. <laughs> what are you doing? 
What am I doing? I'm just uh, here to, doing a little show, getting the Cobra Gang together because we got a mystery to solve. Yeah, Kim Kardashian has a cryptic Instagram post, and I don't know what this is about, you guys. And, you know, l- indulge me. Okay, so Kim Kardashian posted about a fear uh, after filing to be single from Kanye West and amid her budding romance with Pete Davidson. I like how they just conflate all of these stories. It's Daily Mail. That's what they do best. Exactly. But the post on her Instagram story was as follows, or I should say her Instagram story included a quote uh, that follows. Quote, a man who, or a man won't know what he is really capable of until he faces, all caps, what scares, all caps, him. Fear exists not to stop you. Fear exists to make you stronger and braver. Approach every problem and challenge with the attitude that it's happening to help you grow. Okay, so she posted this, and this is like a thing that the Kardashians, but not just the Kardashians, a lot of people do. These like inspirational, like do you have friends on social media who do this a lot? Like they post this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know what you're trying to tell me, but okay, some people just live vicariously i think through inspirational quotes that they find on the internet yeah they're one perpetual successory yeah literally mm-hmm. this is the like 2020s equivalent of successories those posters from the 90s that told us you know amazing platitudes about herself okay so back to the actual quote i don't know what this means a man who won't or a man won't know what he's really capable of until he faces what scares him fear exists not to stop you I thought this was an interesting choice of words because I think uh, at the surface or on the surface of this quote, you're like, oh, it's just like face your fears. Okay, great. Which, sure. Yeah. But like anytime the Kardashians post something, I think to myself, there's a reason we're seeing it because nothing is sort of accidental. Everything is very intentional. Because posting is money. Posting is creating the narrative. There's not, no wasted opportunity of uh, uh, social media real estate with the Kardashians. It's just their business model. And even if it's lazy, it's still probably in service of whatever like they're trying to, whatever story they're trying to get out or have us pay attention to. And so when I think about that, and then I think about the fact that, like, okay, now I'm going to get real nitpicky, but I look at the words, and the words say, a man won't know what he is really capable of until he faces what scares him. That's an intentional word choice, mm-hmm. meaning... There is a pronoun there, he, him, and I'm like, but Kim is not a he, him. No. Does not use those pronouns. No. So then I wonder, is this like a comment directed towards Kanye or Pete Davidson Hmm. or like another man in her life? Or is she not even thinking that clearly? Like, I, I just, because it. Like, is she trying to tell somebody like, don't be afraid. You're supposed to grow. And like, who's the message for? Intuitively, it seems that Kim Kardashian. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is not thinking of the pronoun situation. Rather, the messaging seems to be communicating one of two things. One, it's actually a message that Kim Kardashian is giving to herself and that is projecting out onto the world, being that she is facing some fear, but don't face fear because fear exists to make you stronger and braver, Kim. You're going through the crap right now and you are going to be stronger and braver and you're going to grow and you're going to get into this new Hulu series and it's going to be great and you're reconstructing your makeup business. Oh, just grow. Also, I hate this. This is what I like to call <laughs> oppressive positivity. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like every problem has to have a silver lining. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Sometimes it can just be a problem. And you can hope. And hope is good. And you can work to solve it. Those are good things. But, like, it just seems like you're trying to beat either yourself or someone else over the head with this positivity that they may not be ready to hear. Whether it's even you. And and, and I guess if it's for her and she knows these things or feels this way and is just trying to remind herself, I would say get a post-it note. But when you put it on your Insta story, (laughs) I don't know if that's the equivalent to putting a post-it note on your mirror. Well, no, because it's it's not the post-it note on the mirror. Because if Kim Kardashian was posting... Posting a positive post-it note on her bathroom mirror that she would read in the morning... And would be a positive affirmation for her own growth. That would be one thing. Yeah. And we would never know that it happened. But with this, she's telegraphing to her hundreds of millions of followers on social media that she is growing. Yeah. So that it's performative. Also taking beef, going back to what you said, Bradley, that everything has to be for the purpose of growth as well. I don't know if all things in your life have to equate to growth. Yeah. Sometimes, again, things just... Sometimes things just are. They just are. Yeah. And they happen. And it's also, it's belittling to, you know, like the people who are like, uh, oh, yeah, no, I feel like crap right now, but I should just embrace this because it's for growth. Like, I might not be there. I might not be at that point of development. So thanks. And it's not that you can't encourage people. Again, I don't want to make this too you know, too uh, much of a thing. Mm -hmm. But I just, I just think to your point, it's more performative. It is think about Kim Kardashian overcoming problems because she's going to face a series of problems on the upcoming season of their new reality show. Yes. And she doesn't want to tell you what those problems are because that would give away all of the wonderful content that we're going to be gifted in 2022 via this new Kardashian Jenner Hulu experience, which we still Bradley I'm looking and it's, December 30th? I know. We have no idea. It is the 30th of December, 2021, and we are still no closer to knowing when the Kardashians' new series will drop, much less what it even is. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, this is about as close as we're going to get. It's a little vague booking. 
So Kim stealing a page from Sister Ooh. Chloe's social media strategy. Yeah. Okay. Also, then I then it made me want to do the thing where you like look it up and see like did like whose words are those? Because she didn't. Yeah, write I those tried words. looking it up oh, and I couldn't and? find anything. Oh okay. no. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brian, for doing the due diligence we there. Keep it. us honest. When we come back, we're going to keep you honest by telling you about some crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. But you're only going to get that on the Colleen and Bradley show when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, thank God for stupid people doing dumb things. Why? Well, because we have a whole segment about them here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And sometimes it feels good to not be the dumbest person in the room. I can tell you this. I've been there. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Let's get right to those crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. The places. Like where? Billings, Montana. Oh, oh nice. Billings. What's going on over in uh, MT? Well, we got to get acquainted with a guy named Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Eric decided to stop by Castle Arms, which is a federal firearms licensee located in Lockwood, Montana, near Billings, Montana. Gun shop? Yeah. Okay. A gun shop. Eric went to Castle Arms. He went to the gun shop, and apparently, Eric was acting a little weird oh. you know in the gun shop don't so do yeah don't do that i don't think that's a good place to act weird. the worst place yeah. the worst place <laughs> and then eric left eric left okay well that's good but eric decided to come back uh, mm-hmm. because it turns out that eric was scoping out the place oh. uh-huh, looking for some things to steal okay can i just point out the obvious yeah yeah do you think it's a good idea to rob a gun shop? Uh, no. No, it's not, Bradley. I feel like they've got a lot of uh, defense items yeah. on hand. Oh. Or in hand, rather. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> well, turns out Eric wasn't really concerned with perhaps the security apparatus when he decided to rob the gun store Castle Arms because Eric decided to rob the store in a very unique way, which is why he's on Crazy Stupid Idiots today. Okay, he robbed a gun store in a unique way. Yes, a unique way. He pretended to be Santa Claus delivering gifts, and uh, instead he put the guns in his sack. Ho, ho, no. Oh. Buzz for you. Okay. Brian, you got a guess? Um, He used a bat. <laughs> oh. oh, or or a like a melee weapon. weapon. Yeah. I brought a bat to a gunfight. Uh. No, here's <laughs> Eric decided to rob the gun store by going full Kool Aid Man. Oh my god, he just like busted through the wall. Yeah, by using a construction excavator to tear down a section of the wall in the door. Holy <laughs> crud! He just like drove an excavator through the wall of the. Gun shop? Can you imagine? You sure did. You're oh, like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bob, I'm going to go to the back. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> yeah, so Eric decided to take the excavator because, spoiler alert, it wasn't his. He took it from a nearby construction site. Now, the employees at the construction site said that the excavator had been locked with no keys were missing, but apparently that the key used to start the excavator was universal, so anyone with the manufacturer key could have access to it. So it looks like Eric had the key. Then he drove the excavator. Oh, yeah. Into the wall. He decided to steal a few firearms while he was at it. Okay. Props mm-hmm. for uh, creativity. That is definitely a new one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was like, because I'm sure that Eric was aware, Bradley, of the conundrum he was facing if he wanted to steal guns yeah, from a gun shop. Yeah, steal guns from a gun shop without getting outgunned? Yeah. Well, it turns out Eric stole five pistols and an antique rifle. And that, you know, he, the authorities went to his home and he was like, yeah, I did it. Did it all. I just, again, you know, it's kind of like the previous discussion about what to do for New Year's Eve. I just don't have the energy. I can't think of a, like, I want to steal. And then I'd think, well, but they're going to have cameras or there's going to, I'm going to leave DNA. So either I'm going to have to shrink wrap myself or I'm just going to have to disarm a bunch of cameras. And that's a lot of work. I don't. uh, Yeah. And then somebody's going to come up to you and be like, sir, why are you wrapped in saran wrap? And then you'll be like, I'm trying this new fitness regime where I sweat out the toxins. Yeah, I, yeah, just don't do that. Or at least no. leave an air hole. Yeah, you know, and also the thing with Eric is that he was prohibited from possessing firearms. Oh, so he oh. was like, I can't have firearms. I'm going to go steal them. Yeah, by plowing an excavator. I wonder why wall. he wasn't allowed to have firearms. He liked them, though. That's what he said. Okay. All right, well. He liked them. Not enough of a reason. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, he pled guilty and to uh, theft from a federal firearm licensee. So he might be going bye-bye in the car car for about 10 years. Bye. Bye. Bye, Eric. And that was in Montana, right? Yes. Well, I would like to now take us here on the crazy, stupid idiot segment of our shoe to Eau Claire. Ooh. Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I'm trying to remember how far that is. That's probably what? It's probably an hour, hour away. And a half. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. About 90 minutes uh, to Eau Claire. And I want to take you there uh, thanks to a story from the Eau Claire Leader Telegram that's telling us about uh, something that happened recently. This was actually Christmas morning in Eau Claire. A guy by the name of David Lund, he's 25, and he's from Prescott, Wisconsin, Wisconsin which I think is nearby. And uh, he did something that earned him crazy stupidity status, obviously, or he wouldn't be on this uh, segment. Mm -hmm. He also did something. It's not even what he did. Like, the thing that he did was, let's just put it this way. He had drugs. He had drugs. I'll I'll just give it to you. He had the drugs. Happy holidays. And and also, the way that we ended up finding out this is because of a burned-out taillight. And he made an improper turn. So the cops pulled him over. But that didn't stop the problem. And that's that's what led to us being here today in the crazy, stupid idiot segment. So it's what he did after he was pulled over for a taillight and uh, improper turn that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. And you said drugs were involved. Drugs were involved. He panicked. Mm hmm. And decided to do all the drugs all at once <laughs> so that he wouldn't be in possession of any illegal substances. I see where you're going. And I feel like this has happened before probably several times. But that's not the case. I will tell you that uh, they ended up finding 25 grams of cocaine in his pocket. 
But that's not actually what earned him crazy stupid idiot status. It was how he fled oh, or where no. he fled. Uh, okay, so if we're in Wisconsin. He gets pulled over. Pulled over. Well, he didn't. He, he basically took the police on a chase, but then stopped his car and did something. Did he stop at the gas station and go to the bathroom? No. Also a great idea. <laughs> yeah, just lock himself in. No, he, um, and apparently there was another man with him. They both got out and fled on foot. Again, you've probably heard the story before, mm-hmm. right? It's what happened next that ended up on Crazy Stupid Idiots. Uh, and it was the following. He may, he tried to hide somewhere. Oh, no. Did he try to hide inside of a cow? No, but he did try to hide inside of something. A barn? No. Remember, where did he, or what day are we on? Oh, Christmas. Christmas. It was Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Oh, did he try to hide in the chimney, bless his heart? No, that's a great guess. (laughs) Santa, it's snowing inside. He decided to hide, okay, it's not quite a Christmas tree, but it was a big evergreen bush. Mm. So he tried to hide in a bush. Only problem. The bush was small. It was, well, it's not that it was small. It was like really awkward. He got stuck in the bush. Oh, honey. Oh. And so he couldn't well, get away. And they were like, hi, we see you inside the bush, sir. <laughs> so there he was inside a big old bush with a bunch of cocaine on I, Christmas morning. You know, I think he's probably not the only person who has faced that specific problem. It's true. <laughs> Many people have probably woken up Christmas morning in a bush with 25 grams of cocaine. That's terrible. I the don't 80s happened. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it was probably in the 1980s. <laughs> anyway, uh, they were able to pull him free from that bush and uh, take him into custody. And he is now free on a $1,500 cash bond. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Where, sh- where shall we go next? Uh, well, we're going to several different places because we're going to go to Kentucky and we're going to go to Alabama. And I'm here to say... That Santa's probably really mad post Christmas because Santa, Santa has every right to be angry because representatives of Santa Claus were getting into some hijinks while out on the job earlier this week. Okay, and I bring you two individuals, and they both have photographs from their respective police stations. Oh, we have a representative from Kentucky, Mm. a representative of Santa Claus. So it's a Santa stand-in, if you will. Yes, a Santa stand-in who was arrested in Kentucky on Christmas for drunk driving, reckless driving, and several vehicular charges. You're not supposed to do that if you work for Santa Claus. I mean, are they taking some kind of pee test or something? You're just giving Santa a bad name. Thank you very much. Now, we don't have the name of this representative of Santa Claus, but rest assured that he has been arrested and he's scheduled to appear in court. We don't know if the police confiscated his sleigh or any of his Santa-related paraphernalia, but Santa, I need your HR department to do a better job. He looks job. like kind of an angry Santa stand-in. Yeah, yeah. They need to screen those are Santa representatives. Yeah. Do you have also, to get a license to do that. Uh, probably if you if you if there aren't any licenses, you need to. Turns out, because I heard this story on the news, there's a shortage of Santa's helpers. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Well, yeah. It's been a weird year in terms of supply chain issues, but also. Um, you know, just apparently it's just been very hard for photographers to find Santa helpers to, uh, you know, 
show up for photo shoots. So that explains this. That Mm. explains why these Santa's helpers are a little worse for wear. Now, there was another Santa's helper. This time it was an elf. Oh. Who was arrested in Alabama on Christmas Eve for assault. My God. What does an elf get angry about? I mean, maybe they're frustrated. I don't know, Bradley. Well, didn't they, like, they had a beef with, um, what's his name? Not Seymour. What was the elf's name in Rudolph that wanted to be a dentist? Oh, Hermie? Hermie. Oh, yeah, this guy, I don't, this guy looks like he would have beat up Hermie. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he would have beat up his mom. I mean, this dude looks angry. Yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. So what we're saying is, I suppose, let's hope that next year we're in a better spot. Santa and his HR department can hire some help who isn't going to be driving drunk or beating people up when they're supposed to be delivering gifts for all the good little kids. Yeah. Can you imagine? I just feel like if either of those individuals, the Santa or the elf, and dear listener, I'm sorry you can't see the photos, but trust me when I say I think. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Most children would run screaming from both of those individuals and would not feel in any way holiday uh appropriate or festive. Yeah, I feel like the Santa representative, if I can describe the picture... And he was talking to the kids. He's like, hey, little kid. <laughs> you got a problem with Santa? <laughs> Santa's going to teach you a lesson. You got beef with the big guy? Yeah. You're going to get a knuckle sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Santa. We sent you the message. All right. Well, coal for them. <laughs> coal down their chimney or whatever we do to kids that aren't good on Christmas. You put a piece of coal in the stocking. Does anybody I think. ever get coal anymore? No. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of facing do, out. Do they even threaten their kids with coal anymore? Because, like, I I can't tell you how many times I remember my parents saying, like, if you're not good, you're going to get coal in your stocking. I don't know. I feel like there might be a divestment from fossil fuels up over on the North yeah. Pole. They probably, like, you know, it's probably a good thing to get, like, a stocking full of coal in, like, West Virginia. That's probably, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Yay. (laughs) Okay, uh, from that to this, and the this is what we're doing next when we return here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's time to play a game, and that game is called the Throwback Live. We'll be right back.